0: Hey guys, Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about ServePro of Central Union County and Western Essex County. These guys are a trusted leader in the restoration industry. They provide 24-hour residential commercial services with highly trained restoration technicians. They're a locally owned and operated business, and they're dedicated to being faster to any size disaster with the training, equipment, and expertise to handle your restoration and cleaning needs. Some of the things that they cover are water damage restoration, fire damage restoration, mold remediation, storm damage restoration, cleaning services, and building services to name a few. These guys understand the stress and worry that comes with a fire or water damage and the disruption it causes to your life and home or business, and their goal is to help minimize the interruption to your life and quickly make it like it never even happened. Our friends over there, Carl Spinner and Bob Morrison. Carl has over 25 years of experience in the industry. Bob Morrison has over 35 years of service industry sales experience. So don't hesitate to give them a call. You can reach him at 908-233-7070. All right. What's up, guys? This is Bill Brower with FMBA Nation coming to you from the SurPro Pro Studio here in Raleigh, New Jersey. I'm being joined and I've got the honor and privilege to speak with Dr. Bo Nelson from FHE Health. Many of you know the relationship that the NJFMBA has with FHE Health. They're located in Florida. And Dr. Nelson is currently the Chief Clinical Officer at FHE Health in Florida. Um, FHE is a nationally uh, recognized, they have a nationally recognized first responder program called Shatterproof that works with firefighters and their families, including the NJF MBA. Uh, Dr. Nelson is a doctor of behavioral health and clinical social worker who works with physical, emotional, and substance abuse disorders in an integrated care framework at FHE Health. Uh, Dr. Nelson, thank you for uh, joining me this morning. I uh, really appreciate the time you're taking out of your day to talk about some really important things here that uh, hit home to a lot of our, our firefighter families and our members. So thanks for, for joining us. Thanks, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. What's, uh, what's going on down in Florida? Sounds like the weather
1: down there might be a little bit better than the weather up here. Well, it's, I'm, I'm glad that I don't live in Louisiana. Let's just say that. But uh, we're doing okay down here right now. Good, good. Yeah.
0: Uh, Doc, let's talk about uh, this topic of self-care, right? Especially in these times that we're in right now, we've got uh, a situation I think everyone is familiar with, this pandemic uh, makes it even more challenging uh, than what we may be used to in, in our normal lives. Um, and that's kind of funny to say, normal lives, right? Now we're, we're, we're right. facing a new norm. But tell me about uh, self-care mm-hmm. during tough times, like the times that we're in right now.
1: Well, you know, I think it's, it's always important and whether, uh, you know, with first responders or fire families or whoever it is, you know, it's, it's one thing when you go to work and work is stressful and difficult, but it's really a double dose when home life and your safe spaces have changed as well and your routines are gone and you can't go to church, you don't see your family. We don't recognize really the kind of the the breadth of the challenges that we're facing right now because a lot of our coping skills or our self-care routines have been interrupted. And so I think it's really important for each one of us to take some time Uh, to be kind of aware of where we are, but then also if we start to see that there might be some warning signs or some concerns or we're not really being at our best, that we need to take some practical steps to be able to do some things that will help us uh, to be able to kind of weather the storm. Yeah, I always try to tell people, you know, it's kind of like a tree's, Uh, there's two kinds of trees. There's like those really hardwood trees and you know they are deep in the ground and the wind comes and they just stand up but if a really big wind comes it just knocks them over and the tree dies but then you see those trees like we have here in Florida the palm trees they just blow with the wind and they live for another day and I try to encourage people to recognize that even though things are changing we have an amazing capacity to adjust and to be flexible, and sometimes that's one of the things that's most important for us.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, awareness, right, is is a, is a difficult uh, thing to perfect, right? When it comes to these challenges that we face, uh, I feel that being aware that there is something going on and being aware of our surroundings and our environment um, and what Is going on with us mentally and physically uh, is really half the battle you know Um, tell me about some of these
1: practical steps that you're speaking about uh, when it comes to self-care right well as we're you know in the uh, pandemic and of course uh, for a lot of us just in our normal lives we really deal with a lot of stress and uh, some anxiety or for some of us maybe a lot of anxiety Uh, we're juggling lots of different roles and so when we start to kind of look at self-care we want to be mindful of kind of reducing our stress Uh, as you mentioned it's really important that we recognize that there's a real connection between the body and the mind and so as we've noted with uh, like immune systems you know, you can take care of your physical body, but if you're stressed, that affects your immune system. And so sometimes we're kind of quick maybe to do one thing, but we need to look at this holistically. And so I try to give people some practical steps and things they can be looking at, which are really important, both for our physical and mental functioning. And so uh, I always tell people the first thing right now is that um, there's too much stuff going on in our world. Uh, It's bad enough on, as you said, like the normal times, but now we're really, there's so much, and there's so much changing, that uh, one of the things that we're noticing with people is that there are uh, too many news stories, everything's negative, a lot of fear, and so I recommend to patients uh, uh, to really stop and don't watch so much news. Uh, there's only so much you can control in your life. And, you know, whether it's Washington or China or, you know, South America or wherever, there's not much you're going to be able to do about that. And so it's important that we don't let our minds drift and start tackling all these bigger issues. And, you know, reduce your news consumption. Maybe have a couple trusted sources of news, kind of take a look at those. But if you overconsume it, you're probably going to be raising your fears and concerns.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, with everything going on in the world today, uh, it's hard to find a trusted news source, right? I mean, mm-hmm. everyone has their agendas. Uh, there's biased opinions. There's uh hashtag fake news. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of, uh, outlets out there. Social media plays a big role in, uh, in a lot of people's news consumption. That's where right. a lot, especially the, the millennials, uh, nowadays, uh, consume a lot of their news from social media channels. Um, what are some things we can de- be doing uh, to reduce our stress um, and kind of control these stressful
1: um, uh, items in our lives? Right. Well, you know, we got to remember, Bill, that uh, stress and anxiety are normal emotions. And so we don't have to be at a zero, uh, but we do need to have it appropriate to kind of what's happening. Sometimes stress is good. Sometimes it pushes us towards a goal. It gets us something that we needed to get done and we feel better and it goes away. Anxiety can sometimes be really good too. I mean, again, if I was out in the middle of the woods and a bear came at me, I'd want to have an anxiety attack because that's my body's way of getting me running out of the place. So I want people to always remember that if you're feeling concerned or worried or you have some stress, that's not a warning sign unto itself, but it is a sign that your body or your mind needs something. So, the first thing that I, I encourage people is uh, to get into a good sleep routine. Uh, sleep is restorative and vital, both to the mind and to the body. It affects our immune system, it affects our moods, it affects our schedule. It's very important, and a lot of people take it for granted. You know, We talked about seven or eight hours of restorative sleep a night. It depends. Uh, Young people uh, and teenagers, they need 10 to 14 hours of sleep. So whenever you're pushing your kid out of bed saying, why are you sleeping so much? That's normal for a teenager or a young person. But, you know, when you maybe get up in your 60s and 70s, you might only be at maybe five or six hours. And that's fine. The key is restorative sleep. And one of the things we know, and this is really tough when I'm speaking to firefighters, um, is looking at a regular routine for sleep. And so as best as you can, uh, what we see is that the body runs on clocks. All right, let me ask you a question.
0: Are you like me and need a cup of coffee in the morning to get your day off to a good start? How about an afternoon cup of bean at the station? We all know that shift work is brutal to our sleep cycles and that we could use a cup of joe to give us that push through the shift. That's where our friends from Fire Department Coffee come in. Whether you're a firefighter, an EMT, or dispatcher, do yourself a favor and try them out. We have a special offer for our listeners and supporters. Go to FireDepartmentCoffee.com, that's F-I-R-E-D-E-P-T-C-O-F-F-E-E.com, and use promo code FMBA on your next purchase for 15% off. In addition, for every purchase made using promo code FMBA, Fire Department Coffee will donate 15% of the sale to our Mark Virag Memorial Cancer Fund. These guys are great people and are career firefighters themselves, just trying to make really good coffee to help us get through our next shift. So go buy some today, and don't forget to use promo code FMBA.
1: Like Every organ has a clock. And so the idea for you, go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time every day, including the weekends, so no sleeping in late, your body gets into a rhythm and a routine. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that. But that rhythm and routine is very important for the body, whether it's how you're eating or drinking water, whatever you're doing, that routine's important. So as best as you can, you want to try to get that restorative sleep. Now, a lot of people will say that they have a hard time sleeping. So a lot of people find that they have a hard time falling asleep. And that really isn't a sleep disorder, per se, because there's, there's two, like in medicine we do, you know, psychiatry works with anxiety and depression, and then we have sleep disorders, you know, so you might be on a CPAP machine or sleep apnea or something like that. Having trouble falling asleep is usually a sign of stress and anxiety. Your mind starts going because you have no distractions. Right. But, you know, yeah. you ever experienced that, Bill? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's, um, I know I have. So if you can't sleep well and you're having trouble falling asleep, here are some tips. First off is eliminate all screens. So computer, your phone, the TV, 45 minutes to an hour before going to bed. The video waves actually inhibit the sleep chemicals that you need to be able to fall asleep. So if you're getting in bed and you got your tablet or your phone and you're sitting there, you know, two inches away from your face for an hour before bed, you're going to probably have a little difficulty falling asleep. Guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Unfortunately, this is a biggie. You wonder why your kids can stay up all night when they're on their phone. Well, that's part of it, you know, and we do it as adults too. The, your bedroom needs to be cool and dark. So one of the things that really happens for a lot of people is that their bedroom becomes kind of a central area of activity. I had a, a young woman who came to see me years ago, and she said, you know, doctor, I've, I've got a, uh, I have got can't fall asleep. And I said, well, tell me about your sleep space. She had a treadmill on one side of her bed. Her desk was on the other side. She worked from home part of the time. She had a huge 60-inch television in front of her bed. Her, it was like Grand Central Station, her bedroom. And our bodies actually have memory, sense memory. And so the fact is some spaces are comforting and, and make us feel good. Uh, maybe you remember going to your grandmother's house and you felt, oh, gosh, it felt so good. Or you go to church or, and you just feel at peace. Same thing happens in our bedroom. So try to keep it where, you know, uh, you and your, your partner can enjoy it yourselves and, uh, and then sleep. Mm-hmm. That's really important. And again, if 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 it's not possible to do that, then again, you you want to create a routine for your sleep at least because you don't want to just be jumping from one thing to the next.
0: I'd like you to speak with my two and a half year old about keeping peace in that bedroom. Um,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> a, a sign doesn't seem to do it, does it?
0: <laughs> his room and crawls into our room. So, um, you know, yeah. uh, onto that. I mean, it, it, it's it's. Uh, Listen, I mean, it's not ironic, but it's almost comical, right? We talk about the importance of sleep and um, how sleep is such a huge role in our self-care. And here we are, you know, firefighters, EMTs, dispatchers, we're all on these shift schedules. And, you know, it's uh, it's such a challenge really to uh, find any kind of normal routine when it comes to our sleep cycles coincidentally i've actually got uh, another guest lined up um that's a specialist in sleep studies and shift uh sleep at, at studies and that kind of thing that we're going to have on the show at a later date but um uh, you know it's 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 difficult doc i mean you, you you know you work a 24-hour shift some departments work longer I, i've met guys uh that actually work down in south carolina they work a 48-hour shift but you know yeah. you, you talk about this shift work and um you know with the family life at home and, and everything else it's impossible really to get on any kind of schedule where you're really
1: you know going in and out. Um, right it is tough and, and and so one of the big things is that we encourage because you know studies have actually shown that people who do shift work uh, often may have symptoms like depression or anxiety and so it is it's a real challenge for people and so if, the, if you can't, you know, again, get a regular schedule, the idea is we really want to get the most ret- restorative sleep that we can. Right. And so, again, you know, we cut out the screen so you can get to sleep. Take a warm shower, like 30 minutes before you go to bed. Uh, that warm to the cold actually helps our body to get into a sleep mode. Uh, I recommend for a lot of people, you know, take some time, maybe 20 or 30 minutes to kind of de-stress before bed. Uh, Meditate, pray, listen to soft music, do something that just relaxes you. Um, So you get kind of into a routine. I I have a lot of patients who, um, uh, you know, work shift work or maybe they travel a lot. And it's interesting if you can kind of get into a regular routine with your sleep. I've had people who said, hey, you know, doc, it's really strange. Um, I was out of town at a hotel. I didn't have my music. And I noticed I started to fall asleep much faster. I was already tired, kind of at my regular bedtime. And so, again, it's our bodies remember this. Yeah. Um, I also recommend people, and one of the biggest problems about uh, sleep is disturbed sleep. And so for most people, it's because, you know, your bladder's full and you've got to get up in the middle of the night. And the older you get, the more times it seems like you do that. So we we try to avoid liquids before bed. So maybe some sips of water or something, but, you know, avoid caffeinated drinks, uh, drinking a lot before bed or eating, you know, like a spicy meal or something heavy that has a lot of fat or salt in it. Again, that just upsets the balance in the body. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so then one other thing, too, is that people can, uh, you know, kind of sometimes a to-do list helps to get things out of their head. So have a little list, kind of write down what you need to, kind of let it go before yeah. you go to bed. That's helpful, too.
0: You know, we talk about um, some of these things, and, and a lot of it is, uh, is the mental aspect of things, the anxiety, the stress, the worries. Um, how about the physical side of this? What, what kind of things can we be doing uh, at home or, or at work
1: uh, physically that touches on our self-care? right Uh, good actually one of the things that's very important is to get outside so for a lot of uh, firefighters that's not going to be a problem but you can imagine if you don't have a call and you know you're kind of sitting in the firehouse for a while the actually one of the things we know that getting outside is very important uh, sunlight is synthesizes vitamin d And vitamin D is actually, it comes through our eyes, so we synthesize uh, that vitamin. That vitamin is very important because it has been linked to depression. And as well, uh, vitamin D has been shown uh, as we've been going through the coronavirus, um, that it really supports immunity. And there are some studies that show that it's beneficial for, related to the virus. Um, but the idea of getting outside, clearing your mind, you know, I tell people leave your phone at home, you know, leave it in the bedroom, whatever, go outside, oh. really getting some open time is good. Um, you know,
0: I, I think that uh, the self care, right? Self care uh, almost sounds selfish in a way, you know, and a lot of people feel that, well, I've got so many other things going on in my lives. How do we integrate our families? You know our partners, our children. How do we integrate our 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 families into this notion of self-care and uh, taking care of each other during these tough times?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's always important, uh, Bill. That's a that's a great thing. You know, a lot of people, especially when you're in a helping profession or you're a busy mom or whatever it may be, yeah, you, know, you you almost feel like you can kind of push yourself a little bit further. You really don't need that. It's more important to do this or that or the other. And the fact is is self-care isn't about being selfish per se, but it's more like trying to give a gift that you don't have. So if it really makes a difference. If you're the one giving, 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 eventually you're gonna go to that well and there's not gonna be anything left. And at that point, you're no good to anybody. So for a lot of us, we know like with our stress, we sit there and go, oh no, I'm gonna keep pushing and take the kids here and do this and get this taken care of and get work and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden one day, you kind of explode and you kind of unload on your partner, your spouse, your kids, a coworker, and it's you're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Well, that, that's usually a sign that we've kind of been neglecting ourselves. So we can really get into a mode as a family, as individuals, as coworkers, to kind of encourage people to be able to take care of themselves. And so getting outside is a big thing, you know, again, taking care of their physical and emotional health and how, you know, kind of talking to people support Um, exercise is huge. Um, It really makes a difference in our stress levels. So when we get stressed, our body actually releases chemicals into the body. And one thing you can notice about people who have cr- what's called chronic stress—so this is real high levels of stress long-term—is that they are overweight at their belly, and that's from a, a, a chemical called cortisol, and it basically tells your body to store fat. So if you've ever been saying, "I can't seem to lose this weight," you know, "I can't seem to lose my stomach," and here comes summer and swimsuit season, uh, a lot of times that's because of stress. And so exercise is really important because it burns off those chemicals. So it clears our mind, uh, cardiovascular exercise. And again, this is a great thing to do as a family uh, and encourage your kids uh, and spouse to have good uh, habits as well. But it actually increases serotonin, which is the chemical in the brain that is in antidepressants. So you can kind of burn off the stress. You feel better. And as well, your mind is a little bit lifted. And so that's real helpful for folks.
0: Yeah. Uh, Doc, tell us, um, let's switch gears for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of our members know about FHE Health, right? We, we right. have some things on our bulletin. We have some things on our website. Tell us a little bit about FHE Health and what you guys are doing for NJFMBA members as we kind of wrap up this discussion a little bit.
1: Right. Well, uh, first off, uh, the NJFMBA is very important to us, and we have had a long and and very, very good relationship, and it's been a privilege to be able to work with the members and the families. Uh, FHE Health, we've been around for 20 years, and we operate a facility in Deerfield Beach, Florida, and so we're just north of Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, first thing is a lot of people say, well, why should I go out of state? You know, sometimes it's really good to get out of your environment and really focus on yourself. And to be honest with you, I have a lot of families that say, thank goodness, they're not right down the street. (laughs) You know, that really makes a difference. Uh, But we provide a variety of programs, but our Shatterproof program is really our hallmark program. And so we work with police, fire, EMS, corrections, military, um, and of course, firefighters just hold a special place in my heart. And the idea is that, that you have to go to someplace because you need to take a break. It's almost like a reset. And this could be substance issues. So maybe you found yourself drinking more, maybe there's some illicit drugs, maybe you're overusing some drugs, maybe it's mental health stuff. Maybe it's a post-traumatic stress from an incident that happened. Maybe it's your stress, maybe it's depression. Uh, again, we see this a lot in our fire communities and, Most people don't really talk about it, and, you know, a firehouse is kind of sometimes uh, not the safest place to say the uh, most intimate details because people find out, and so we kind of keep it on the inside, Uh, but FHE Health is really, it's kind of, it's a model where we call it an integrated behavioral health model, so when you come to our facility, you get psychological testing you get what's our neurotherapy program. So rather than just learning and talking to people, you actually, we actually help to transform the brain. We can actually create new nerve endings in the brain and we can reorder the way that your brain works and we give you the ability to be clearer and to function at your best. Uh, This is especially helpful with PTSD. Uh, Patients, it's just amazing to them, the difference that they feel. That combined with clinical support, so group therapy, individual therapy. And then we have a lot of adjunct therapies that we use, everything from acupuncture to massage, to integrated breath work, to creative expression, just quite a, a lot of things to really meet people's needs, to be able to focus on themselves, kind of get past the hurdles that they have, and then come back home and be at the firehouse or be at home with your family and your kids. And all of a sudden that clouds lifted.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the program is available to NJFMBA members and their families. Is that correct? Their their immediate families?
1: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I, I think that's a lot of, uh, you know, that that is a benefit to the members of the NJFMBA that maybe gets overlooked at times. It's not yeah. just a benefit to us as first responders, but a benefit to our family members as
1: well that may be dealing with some things on their own times, you know, in their own lives. So. um, Yeah, I think Bill, that's a, that's a really important thing because, you know, fire families, uh, you know, sometimes I I always say, you know, the, the spouse has a whole lot more, you know, trying to juggle the kids and the family and the house and everything else with somebody, especially if they're suffering from substance use disorder or depression and having to maintain a, you know, the shift work and the schedules is that a lot of times, you know, it, it's not just the firefighter it's not just a, a law enforcement officer it's really the family and a lot of times they need to be able to access services too because it it just becomes too much and so i i appreciate you saying that
0: yeah If somebody uh, needed to get in contact with either yourself or somebody at FHE Health, what's the best uh, method to do so? Can you give us uh, some contact information? Sure.
1: The best way, you can go to our website. It's fhehealth.com. And on that page, it has our admissions number, and it also has a chat feature. So someone will actually respond to you if you go to the website and uh, let them know that you're with the NJFMBA and that you're looking for services. And then one of our uh, trained counselors will speak with you, kind of see what's going on, and we'll try to get a uh, individualized program set up for you with us or maybe a referral somewhere else, whatever might be best for you at that time. Great. Well, listen, Doc,
0: I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk. Uh, This is, you know, a topic that uh, I think a lot of people will connect with and uh, look forward to having you on in the future for some more stuff to talk about.
1: Great. Thanks, Bill. Take care.
0: You too. All right, guys, thanks for listening to another great episode of FMBA Nation and stay tuned for some more great content to come. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also listen on the NJFMBA YouTube channel, as well as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and the Google Play Store. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the FMBA Nation podcast, please email us at nation at njfmba.org.